Hello, and welcome to Bipolar Thoughts. My name is Steven, and I'll be your host. Today, I wanted to talk about something. It's kind of a kind of a passion. I don't want to say passion, but something that I advocate a lot for. Um, I wanted to talk about cannabis, um, and mostly CBD, because that's when I say cannabis, I say cannabis in a general term because most people, when they think of cannabis, they think of Delta 9, which is like actual THC marijuana, what you would consider to be that. Um, <clears throat> but CBD, THC, it all comes from the same plant. So when I say cannabis, I mean the plant in general and all the things that come from it. So Delta 9, Delta 8, Delta O, well, not THCO because that's fucking fake. Anything with the O, I'll tell you right now, anything with that O behind it, like THCO, Delta O, Delta 8 O, whatever, anything with that O behind it is synthetic. They made that in a lab. It's not natural. And that's what I don't, I don't advocate for that. I do advocate for the natural occurring cannabinoids in the cannabis plant, but not the, not the synthetic ones that they made up in a lab. So that being said, like the use of CBD as a natural alternative, it it helps me with my anxiety, my mood, my appetite. Um, I am not an expert. I did my research, uh, besides, you know, besides being an avid user, I can only speak about my experiences and the information that I found. I did a lot of research and found a bunch of articles with a whole bunch of information. And so that's what I'm going to try and give to you guys today is, uh, some information from, you know, from what I found from my research. Um, <clears throat> I just feel like there's not enough information really out there, especially, especially when it comes to things like I mean, there's not a lot of information about bipolar, really, in general. Not like, I mean, there is, but not not the kind of information that you want. And especially, like, it's all scientific studies where they're still trying to figure shit out. They really don't know that much about bipolar. <laughs> not realistically. They only know what we as bipolar people tell them. And that's, I mean... They might have, I don't know. I'm not going to fucking get into it because I'm not an expert. I'm not a doctor, but it just seems like they don't know shit about bipolar. Because <laughs> all, like, just the information you try to find, like, like when I was trying to find the effects on cannabis and bipolar disorder, there was it was kind of hard to find. I had to, like, really find some shit. <clears throat> so, like, what's the difference between weed and CBD slash THC? Like, Delta 8 and Delta 9 is what's considered weed like what you would buy on the street the illegal weed there are so many cannabinoids in the cannabis plant that i'm not going to try and go over all the different products on the market now because there's too many jd b a thca thcm like there's a whole bunch of them like i said as long as it doesn't have the o behind it like thco Delta 80, anything with hyd- well, no, hydroxy is not that's hydroxy 11. Anyway, like any of the anything with the O behind it is a is a synthetic thing. They made it's a synthetic compound that they made in a in a lab somewhere to synthesize the same effects of of a lot of these cannabinoids. <clears throat> um, I, I will say for me, there's some kind of there's a combo. Um, between like vape and flour that works the best for me for me I've tried everything I've tried everything on the market THCA, THCM, THCO all the deltas I've tried fucking everything and 
so far for me, the best the best thing that works is the THDA. Which the thing about THDA is that when you light it on fire, it turns into Delta Nine. So on its own, THDA has no effect by itself, like whatsoever. But when you light it on fire, like if you were to eat THDA, it wouldn't do you any good. It wouldn't do any fucking. You're not going to get anything out of it. But the minute you light it on fire, the the oxygen and I can't remember exactly how it is. It's like the, the way the oxygen or hydroxide, whatever it is, hydrogen burns off of it something, and it I don't know. I don't know the exact way it works, but whatever it is, when you light it on fire, when you just happen to set it on fire, <laughs> there are some effects. Uh-huh. Um, let me anyway. Let me let me just stop and say that. You should not stop taking your meds as a substitute for cannabis um, or start using cannabis as a substitute for your meds. Um, even though cannabis helps with my anxiety, I still have to take my anxiety meds. Like, there's no way I could get through the day just relying on pills. And not only that, but I don't want to. I don't, like, I don't want to deal with fucking pills all the time. Like, I, I'm not a huge pill, pill head. I don't really like them that much. Um... And I like I still have a hard time eating, even though it does help with my appetite. It it's not always a guaranteed thing. Like I'm not gonna smoke a joint and then all of a sudden be like, oh, I got the fucking munchies. It doesn't work like that. Sometimes I can smoke three joints and never get a fucking never get mon- like hungry at all. Sometimes I'll smoke and then be not notice anything, and then all of a sudden two hours later I'm fucking hungry and tired. You know, so I mean. It just depends, you know, and the thing about the vapes, too, is that they're, you have to be careful with those and really do your research. The flower's a little bit safer, but the the vape, I would say, do your research on the company, on the product that they put into it, on everything. Everything that you can find out about them, find out. You know, there are certain things that I would, certain companies and brands that I would recommend, um, and maybe I'll put that maybe in the comments or something, or... I don't know, maybe maybe you'll just have to figure it out, or maybe I'll do a whole episode on just the different brands that that I think are the best. I keep a journal um, of all the different things that I smoke, um, just to kind of keep up and let me know what's what. Um, I will say that I advocate for the use of cannabis because it's, a, because it's a naturally occurring substance, and it's not grown in a lab. Um, I think that there's sufficient enough evidence... To say that the use of cannabis is a legit way of treating the symptoms of not just bipolar, but many other disorders. Aches, pains, whatever. Um, so let's get into like a little bit, like what are cannabinoids? Cannabinoids are the natural compounds found in the cannabis plant that are garnered, that have garnered significant attention in recent years for the potential medical properties and impact on mood and emotions. While people associate cannabinoids with the euphoric high of THC, there's much more to these compounds than meets the eye. So, again, most people think that, you know, when you think of cannabis, you think of weed. So, understanding cannabinoids. There are chemical compounds encountered in the the cannabis plant with over 100 types identified. The two most well-known cannabinoids are THC and cannabinoidal CBD. THC is liable for the psychoactive effects uh, of cannabis, while CBD is non-psychoactive and has gained recognition for potential therapeutic properties. I will say, 
that is true up until now when they've discovered the or since they released THDA. THCA does have, and some of the other ones that they've released, like the, when they say THDA, it's not just talking about Delta 9. When you say THDA, you're talking about THAM, THCMA, THCJD, B, H, I think is one of them. Half the fucking alphabet is a THC now. And so, and they all have different effects, they all have different strengths, um, and so the, the, when they say CBD is not psychoactive nowadays, it, it's sold under the guise or under the name of CBD, but it's still THC. And so it's it's going to have some of those psycho, psychoactive effects. There's just no way that it's not going to. Sorry, my alarm on my old watch is going off in the background. Sorry if you heard that. Anyway, so the endocano- endocannabinoid system. Which, this is something that I think is an interesting fact. You have more cannabinoid cannabinoid receptors in your body, in your brain, than you do any other receptors. Meaning that your body will accept THC and use it, break it down and use it more than any other, any other thing that you put in your body. It, like, it's easier for your body to receive and use and utilize the effects and comp like and composition of THC than it is anything else. Your body will break down THC better than it will protein, than it will anything else because there's more receptors and it affects your brain, your body in so many different more ways. That's why it'll help with so many different things. It'll help with aches, it'll help with pains, it'll help with, you know, anxiety, you know, depression, all kind of different things. And that's why is because and why you can like pin not I won't say pinpoint but you can use certain strains to help certain disorders like they have specific strains that are designed to help with you know people with nausea people with insomnia people with you know chronic pain you know they have specific strains that they have made now that are that are for that so I think it's really interesting that it your body produces more of those and it's the most like but yet we want to shove pills down our throat and you know synthetic shit that we made into a in a fucking lab we want to take that and shove it down our throat but we can't but it, it cracks me up we're we'll turn into vegetarians and eat grass but we won't eat weed like what the fuck is that? what kind of sense does that make stop eating cows but don't eat weed like what the fuck I guess the idea behind that is if you eat weed, you might get the munchies and you might accidentally eat a cow by eating a fucking hamburger. Like, I don't, I don't, maybe, I don't know. I don't get the idea behind it, but it, it just seems counterintuitive to me a little bit. Anyway, so let's get into like what I did find about bipolar and cannabis. So the potential impact of cannabis on bipolar, many people with bipolar disorder use cannabis to manage and treat their symptoms. Anecdotally, many reports claim that the substance is beneficial, although the science, scientific evidence remains unclear. The cannabis plant comprise, comprises of more than 500 chemical compounds. Like I told you there was a lot of them. This includes the Delta-9, THC, and cannabinoidal CBD, which are the two most well-known of these cannabinoids. THC is responsible for that high that many people associate with cannabis, while CBD is gaining popularity as an alternative for numerous conditions, including some mental health issues. 
It is also worth noting that many studies investigating the effect of cannabis on bipolar have studied or have focused on the use of THC. So THC and not CBD. Um, so the psychoactive as opposed to the non-psychoactive is what they've been generally trying to, to figure out. That's why it's so hard to find information on just bipolar and CBD because it's, again, CBD doesn't have the same effects that THC does. So the THC, the psychoactive, or what you would consider to be psychoactive, would probably be kind of equivalent to like a psychoactive pill that you would take, you know, an antipsychotic pill that you would take. Um, or I assume that that's kind of somewhere along the, the idea of it. I don't really know because, again, I'm not a fucking expert. All I know is I smoke it, it works, and I advocate for it. And so I wanted to give a little bit of information about you know, like, the negative effects. This is actually probably going to be, like, a three-part episode, or two, at least two, because there's a lot of information that I found. I had to do a lot of digging, but I found enough information that it's going to be, I think, at least two episodes. Um, so now I want to get into, like, the negative effects. Um, there have been numerous studies on the link between... Okay, before I get into that, let me just say there are negative effects, but there's negative effects with anything that you do. Any medicine that you take, any food that you eat, there's a negative effect of fucking everything that you do. You know, so just keep that in mind. You know, just because somebody says there's a negative effect to something doesn't mean that it's the worst thing in the world and that you should not try it. <clears throat> with caution, try it with caution maybe, but don't completely eradicate the idea of trying something just because somebody else said it has a negative effect (coughs) 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 sorry i've been sick for like a week and a half now and so i'm still trying to get over it um so yeah the negative effects of um thc and bipolar there are numerous studies on the link between bipolar disorder and cannabis these studies Feature in a 2017 review from the ADA, or the Alcohol and Drug Abuse Institute. The report found a link between cannabis use and the following health issues. Developing bipolar at an earlier age, longer or worse manic episodes, higher likelihood of suicidal attempts, rapid cycling or quickly shifting from manic to depressive episodes, suicidal suicide ideation, in people who were heavily users of THC. That sounds really fucking scary. But here's the thing when they say this. Like, everything that they said right there are all just typical bipolar symptoms. Like, developing bipolar at an early age. If you have bipolar, you have bipolar. You, you, you just don't start showing symptoms necessarily until a later age. Like, you can develop bipolar. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that that this isn't like that you're born with it and that's just how it is but most people are born with it and developing it at an earlier age isn't necessarily something that's gonna ha- like you're gonna have it you have bipolar you have bipolar you were born with it your your, your brain is lacking the, the the same shit that everybody else's brain has and that's why it's fucking the way it is so developing it at a later at an earlier age i don't think that i think showing signs at an earlier age is a much better way of saying that. But developing it at an earlier age, I don't think that's accurate. Um, Longer or worse manic episodes, again, I don't think that, I think that's just, 
I don't know that THC would be the cause of that. I mean, it can be. Don't get me wrong. Again, I'm not an expert. All I'm saying is that it can. A lot of these negative effects can happen. But not all of them do. And most of these are typical, you know, rapid cycling or quickly shifting from manic to depressive episodes. That happens anyway, with or without THC. So I, I would take these with a grain of salt. Because the report, let's see, the report was also highlighted in 2015 study Trusted Source, which found that people with bipolar disorder who use cannabis were less likely to go into remission for their condition than those who did not. In addition, an older study from 2011 found that trust that people with bipolar disorder who engaged in problematic cannabis use had higher levels of disability and more manic, depressive, and psychotic symptoms. That sounds fucking scary. It's not as bad as it sounds, I promise excuse me they're gonna tell you the worst shit like just like any of those commercials you see on tv you know you know this this is gonna cure your fucking you know pancreatic cancer you know but it might give you heart disease you know or it might cause your heart to implode and fall out your asshole you know (laughs) like like what the side effects are way worse than the than the fucking than the shit that's supposed to help like and so that's it's kind of the same thing with this. You kind of have to take it with that kind of same that same mindset that you know, yes, there are some negative effects, and yes, it can happen. But the you know, it's the same thing as you taking the fucking Tylenol. Tylenol has some negative effects. If you know, shit, what a cat will you say? You take thirteen of them motherfuckers, it'll be the last goddamn headache you ever had. <laughs> like, shit. So you know, you gotta take that shit with a grain of salt. Um, so now I want to jump into like the positive effects. So not all the studies into the effects of cannabis on bipolar have been negative. A small 2016 pilot study asked people with the condition to rate their feelings after using the substance. Within four hours of using the drug, people reported the following. Less anger, less tension, less depression, and higher energy levels. <laughs> Other studies suggest, suggest cannabis can improve brain function in people with bipolar disorder. An older study... From 2010, which looked at 133 people with the condition, stated that the participants who used cannabis had improved reasoning, uh, had improved reasoning speed, attention, and memory. Now, I would like to know what the fuck they were smoking because attention and memory are well. Okay, I say that. Let me time out pause on that one because i have adhd and severe adhd to the point where like my attention and memory are fucking like i can't have a con like, it's hard for me to have conversations with people because halfway through the conversation i forget what the fuck i was talking about and i that feels really fucking embarrassing and like you feel stupid because like, you'll be like sometimes i'll be hardcore passionate in the middle of a conversation and be like yeah and then what the fuck was I talking about? <laughs> like, I have to completely stop and start all over again because I forgot what the fuck I was talking I have to ask somebody that you're talking to what you were talking about. <laughs> like, I'm telling you something and I forget what the fuck I'm telling you halfway through telling you. That's that's bad. <clears throat> you know, so I, I don't know that cannabis helps me with that necessarily. Reasoning speed, maybe. Maybe I'll give you that one because... Uh, but then again, I, I mean... I just have a reasoning mind. I, I mean, I don't mean that in like any kind of cocky way or anything. I just mean that like logic and reason are two of the things that I hold dear. They they make the most 
sense to me. Like, it's... Well, logic makes sense. Logic makes sense to me. No, no fucking shit, dipshit. Uh, good logic there, Watson. Anyway, um, I just don't know that cannabis really improves any of those for me. That doesn't mean that it won't improve it for someone else. Um, I mean, again, cannabis is just like any other medicine. It's like peanut butter. Throw it against the wall and see if it sticks. If it doesn't, try a different one. Try a different milligram. You know, try a different strength. You know, this is not one of those... People always think that, like, you're going to just hit a joint and then either love it or hate it. No. In fact, most people that I know who say that they don't like smoking weed, that they tried smoking weed and they didn't like it, it was because of one of two things. Or at least of one thing. They were wrong. They were in the wrong environment. They were around people who did not give a shit enough about them to make sure that they were safe and okay while they smoked it. They were not in an environment that was conducive so it was probably somewhere where like they were going to be paranoid about it or you know like like they smoked and went to the mall that's a fucking terrible idea to do for your first time to smoke if you're going to smoke for your first time you need to be at home chilled relaxed fucking soft music playing your favorite tv show something something that's going to be able to keep you in reality and i don't mean in reality like you're going to go to a different fucking place but i mean in reality that like you're okay, life is okay, and this is just a different kind of medicine, and you just need to get used to it. It's not like, if you can take antipsychotic pills, if you can take lithium, you can smoke weed. <laughs> like, uh, there's just no way around. Like, for me, that's just the, like, I can't take lithium. I can't, it made me fucking a zombie and made me want to kill myself. It was horrible. Like, I had to go on a suicide watch because I was fucking, it was bad. Like, that's why I don't take lithium. Um, but that was one of those things that, like, I had to go through it before I figured out that it wasn't good for me. <clears throat> and it took a couple of months for that even to really, for me to even really figure that out. Um, so be patient with it, you know. Um, so the conclusion, not of this, but from what that part was talking about, I guess. Um, anyway, it just says, however, the ADAI report concluded there are, there was more evidence of negative effects of cannabis on bipolar than positive ones. It is also worth remembering that the risks of cannabis use, use included problems with memory, decision-making, coordination, emotions, and reaction time, inc increased risk of stroke and heart disease, disorientation, anxiety, and paranoia, lung damage, and lung cancer, if a person smokes the substance, research findings and conflicting evidence. So let's back up a little bit. <laughs> Problems with memory. Yes, I can see that. It. I don't say that mine. It hurts my memory because again, I have ADHD. So memory, emotions, reaction. Well, not really reaction time, but some of those things are chalked up to that, and more than they are my bipolar. Um, decision making, I would chalk that up to me being a fucking Libra because <laughs> and not nothing to do with my bipolar. Um, I just I'm maybe it is, maybe it's something to do with my bipolar. Nobody's ever told me that. I just know that I I do have a hard time making decisions. <clears throat> and not necessarily because like decisions for myself so much as it is that like decisions that like if my girlfriend's like, Hey, what do you want to eat for dinner? I'm like, I don't whatever you want because i i genuinely don't care 
And like, I don't want you to leave that decision up to me because if I have to choose, I might choose something that you don't want. And then now I'm going to feel shitty and guilty because I made a decision that you didn't like. So to avoid that, you just make the fucking decision. <laughs> you make the decision. Um, coordination. I'll give that one to you. I'll, I'll give that like, no, no, I won't. Because I will say that growing up smoking, I grew up smoking weed and skateboarding and there i was never i will not say that i won't even say that like i skateboarded drunk and didn't really have that much of a, a hard time i mean that could just be me but i i mean for me my coordination didn't get too fucked up from smoking weed more so probably from drinking um my emotions i've always had a hard time with emotions um it just because again i think that's the adhd i don't think that that's necessarily the bipolar but when I say I have a hard time with emotions, I mean that, like, I have a hard time expressing my emotions or understanding emotions. Like, sometimes I see people feel a certain type of way, and I'm like, how the fuck do you feel that? Like, I don't understand. I don't understand that. Like, I don't understand why you're upset right now. I don't understand why you're sad right now. I don't understand why you're mad or, or you know, happy, I kind of get. Like, most of the time when people are happy, I'm like, yeah, I can see why you're happy. You know, something good happened to you. You know, but most of the time when people are, like, I'm, I just don't get it. Like, why are you crying? Like, get the fuck up. Get over it. Why are you crying? It's not that big of a deal. You know, like, I don't know. This, it's not the right way to be, but that's just how I've been. And I just am not good with emotions. I bury mine and don't talk about them until I go to therapy. And even then, it's like, I don't really want to talk about it. We kind of do, but anyway. The one thing that on here that really stuck out to me that I think, that I really highly disagree with. Like, I, I don't know that there's enough evidence to support this, and I, I would fight it tooth and nail until the day I die because it says lung damage and lung cancer if a person smokes the substance. First of all, there's never once ever that I ever heard of anyone dying from lung damage or lung cancer from smoking cannabis. From any cannabis because it doesn't produce the tar that nicotine produces whenever you smoke a fucking cigarette so cigarettes yes they're just trying to that's one of those things where people throw shit in there to make you fucking make you scared about shit like lung you get lung damage and lung cancer from smoking this shit like you might get lung damage maybe because you're inhaling something but that's not you're not going to get lung cancer because you, there's no there's no tar, there's no nicotine, there's no nothing that's sitting in your lungs that's keeping you from fucking. Uh, I've had, I have lung X-rays and chest X-rays at least once a year, and my every single time they come back to me and they're like, your, your lungs look fucking perfect, your you know your heart looks great, my oxygen levels are always at like like ninety six percent. So if I've been smoking weed for fucking twenty plus years. And I don't have lung cancer, and I don't have no fucking lung problems whenever it comes to fucking... I don't believe you. <laughs> I just don't believe that lung, that weed causes lung cancer. In fact, why would they say that whenever they specifically use marijuana for people who have cancer as a way of dealing with the, the, the chemotherapy? That's one of those things. That's that misinformation shit that pisses me off. Sorry. Go off on a rant there. I just that that kind of shit really irritates that really been pissed out of me. I'm not sure that I want to get into the next the next set because 
the next section goes into like the actual roles of cannabinoids in mood regulation and like the different types. So the Delta nine, Delta eight, HHC, you know, and that's, that's just a couple of them. That's not even all of them, but like your three main ones. And I don't want to jump into those too much right now, just because this has already been a 30 minute episode and it was longer than I expected it to be. Um, I knew that this was going to be a 30 minute, I mean a three, uh, like more than one one part episode. I knew it was going to be just too much information. I'm probably going to find some more, trying to do a little bit more research. And so this may be like a series uh, event or something. I don't, I don't really know. Um, if you like this episode, sweet, send me some, you know, let me know if you have more information or you just think i'm a fucking moron let me know i don't really give a shit yeah i don't really know what else to say i think that's kind of it for the day um again i hope you enjoyed this episode i hope you got something out of it and i hope that you remember that you don't have to sit in the dark alone